Hi everyone, I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is The Female Millennial, a podcast where you get to have girl talk with me and some of your favorite boss babes. We're going to be talking about career, balance, and what it really takes to become successful in your industry. So grab your coffee and your notebook. Let's chat, shall we? Hey guys, welcome back to the Female Millennial Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Nicole. And for this episode, we're recording with Listening Party inside of Canal Street Radio. You guys know how much of a goal of mine it was for this year to be able to bring guests on the podcast. And thanks to Listening Party, I can now do so comfortably inside of Canal Street Radio. Speaking of guests, today we will be chatting with my favorite sister duo, Chelsea and Christy of NYCX Clothes. NYCX Clothes is a visual storytelling platform exploring New York and fashion through a multicultural lens. Think of Chelsea and Christy as the two Haitian sisters who will give you the tea and tell you stories about their lives, about New York, and about the world. They bring brand messaging to life with unique content creation, writing, and social media strategy that reflects where they come from and where they're going. You can count on them for fashion and travel inspiration, style advice, and New York City recommendations. So ladies, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. We're We're excited to be here. So excited. I was like trying to think back um, when I was like writing like the show notes, like where do we meet? Like how do we meet? I know you met me first and then you met Chris. Mm -hmm. I think it was at a, at an event. I'm pretty sure. It was was a lunch event event when we were both working, I think. the ideal sweeten event. Yes. Oh, okay. Was. Oh my okay. God. Wait, yeah. I wasn't there. I think I was. You there. were. Okay. You were there. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, I think I talked to you more. Yeah. For some reason. Maybe. But um. Yeah. That's oh when God. we met. It, it was like a back. year ago. That's right? yeah. like a year, year it's and a half ago. That's crazy. Like time it's been flies. Years ago. I know. Instagram makes everything look like it was like done yeah. like yesterday. But I it's know. really been like a year and a half. Time flies. It's crazy. I feel like time flies even faster just in the city. Oh yeah, New York. But so, city. so I know you all, I'm familiar with you all, but let our audience know about you two, what do you do? Just give us the whole rundown. Okay. You want to go first, Chris? Go ahead. <laughs> um, so I'm Chelsea. Um, Chris and I are sisters, not uh-huh. twins, um, even <laughs> though people still think that. And I guess the way we shoot doesn't make it easy for people to know who we are. But um, I, so we're Haitian, um, moved here in 2010, and yeah, it's been almost 10 years. That's crazy. So we just finished high school here, went to college, mm-hmm. studied NYCX clothes somewhere around 2014, mm-hmm. first as a YouTube channel, and now we create content for brands as well as manage or 9 to 5 jobs. So that's a very that's short a, right. version of it. I know we'll yeah. get deeper into it um, yeah. later, but yeah, <laughs> NYCX clothes is our brand. I know. Yeah, so I'm Christy. Um, I graduated college in June, mm-hmm. so now I work full time in digital marketing. Um, I know we're gonna get to that a little bit later, but I'm the second half of NYCX clothes that we started like about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's so it's awesome. Been a journey. <laughs> I I can't believe ten years. Isn't it crazy? Like how fast like time flies. Oh my god. Oh yeah, my god. we feel like we're New Yorkers now. Yeah. I think you I mean can say that are. after like five years. years. I think maybe. you can say that. Yeah. Maybe it's the five year mark. <laughs> I'm like I'm at three year mark, and I feel like really? you're a New Yorker already, mm-hmm. right? Wait, yeah. where are you originally from? So I'm originally from Chicago. Wow. Okay. So not that and far. Chicago is very similar to New York, though. Yeah. Sometimes, from what I noticed, mm-hmm. like the fast pace. It is. In it a is. way, like the downtown yeah. area. Yeah. But I know that a lot of people, you know, might not be aware of like what 
content creators do. So mm-hmm. kind of like give us a rundown about what you do as like a content creator. Okay. So so a brand will come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer different Type services. Sir, so right. recently we started hosting events for mm-hmm. brands. So that's an option too. So if a brand has a lunch party going on, they're looking for a host. Right. So usually we cross promote mm-hmm. and then we're actually there as the host of the event. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we do. But the bulk of it is through partnerships. Right. So when a brand is either launching a collection or they just have a line of products that they want to emphasize, mm-hmm. they'll send us clothes and they want us to create content around it to really just show people like what it looks like mm-hmm. on us and just to really tell the story through our own eyes. Mm-hmm. So that's what, like, so that means creating content, right. choosing the samples, mm-hmm. signing the contracts. There's a lot of rents are legit now, yeah. and right. they're starting to make you sign contracts and mm-hmm. invoices and whatnot. So yeah. it's and really, then, mm-hmm. what would sorry. you say? Um, and then we also do social media management mm-hmm. for rents on the side. Okay. Yes. So um, the g- great thing about, like, Instagram and being in this digital space is that there's so many skills, there's so many, like, skills that you can kind of yeah. like market to brands so mm-hmm. i know for example like one of our partnerships we were writing on uh like a brand's blog mm-hmm. month we were publishing monthly yes, articles. i think monthly i remember article. i remember saying was it for bb okay, okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so they have like this the conversation mm-hmm. series so we wrote blog posts for them yeah i love blog that i love that yeah. it was really fun so and it's just like another fun way to like partner with mm-hmm. a brand and exactly. like showcase their clothing which is pretty great yeah the content doesn't have to end up on your site necessarily yeah. sometimes right. it can just be for the brand to use on their social so the idea is to just create images that tell stories yeah i really love opening up with this question when i'm talking to content creators just because like there are so many people who just think like oh like you just post photos they don't understand like oh my god going through contracts w9 the behind the scenes of it is insane it's insane. It's a lot of yeah go ahead i feel like as you get bigger and bigger there's so many like ends that you need to like tie up nicely Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. setting up like having a lawyer so you know because of course, you got to review con- contracts, especially when they're on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. yeah. um, making sure that, you know, you're following up with brands about invoice, all yep. that stuff. So mm-hmm. we've just, yeah. like, been, like, getting, like, to a point where, like, whoo, I think we may need some I help. I know, it's starting, to oh. get, it's starting to get to us yeah. a little bit because it's fine to do it, like, here and there, mm-hmm. you know, because the process is usually they reach out, you figure out if you're interested in working with a brand. If you are, then yeah. you guys discuss rates. So mm-hmm. negotiation can be like three, four emails back and forth, yep. right? That's finalized. You get a contract and then you sign the contract after reading it. Hopefully people take their time to read contract. But <laughs> it can important. take up to a day or two sometimes, yeah. especially if you have comments mm-hmm. and feedback. You want them to change things. And then from there, you choose your products. You schedule a session with a photographer. Yep. You shoot the content. And mm-hmm. you have to make sure it's all working within the timeline of the brand. Oh yep. So you need to keep deadlines in mind. Mm-hmm. So just imagine for people who may be juggling 10, t- 15 brands in a week. Yep. It can get very intense. Yeah. We're not there yet, but mm-hmm. we're working towards we're working it. Towards slowly that. but surely. I, I think that I have no doubt that <laughs> you will get there <laughs> yeah. for sure. I think so. so uh, going off of that, like, you were saying that you want it, you might need some help soon. Mm-hmm. But how is it like working with each other, like working with a sibling and having help there? Um, honestly, I love it. There's definitely some positive and yeah. some negative aspects to it. But um, having someone that really understands mm-hmm. your vision is so important. Yeah. And mm-hmm. working with a sibling, it's so easy to communicate that yeah. since we're so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can literally tell each other everything. And at the same time, also, like, we can tell each other, like, what, you know, what's, what necessarily we wouldn't 
safe. We yeah, we can be right. honest with yeah. each other. Like, I can yeah. say, hey, Chris, like, or Chris could be like, hey, I didn't feel like you did this when you should have. Like, it's right, more right. comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, it's just even though, of course, like, it's all, like, human interaction. So, yep. people will have their, like, feelings, you know, get oh in the yeah. winds of, especially when you work, you have to mind each other more. But I think you're a little, you're a lot more transparent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms of just, like, the output, I think it's so much better because it's, like, double the output mm-hmm. when it's yep. the two of you guys. So, Chris usually starts work later. So, at 10. So, if there's an event at 9, she can go for me and then I'll, like, I can just see her posting it. Right. And at least it's still on behalf of both brands. So yeah. exactly. just like, or if I work from home, there's a package to be delivered. I can coordinate that exactly. while Chris is in the office. So I think having each other um, mm-hmm. is, it really helps like our productivity. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, we get along so well that it makes it really, really easy overall. Yeah. But right. not to say that we don't disagree on things mm-hmm. and we don't Which is normal. argue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like You know, but we thing. always, always figure it out. And I think it's because we're sisters. Like yeah. we always feel like we're in this, like we're bound by blood it's mm-hmm. not a kind of thing which is like you could just work walk away from it like exactly. sit here we're gonna talk about it we're stuck together yeah <laughs> crazy so, so take us back to the beginning why did you start nycx clothes um, so um when we moved to new york mm-hmm. um we so we had to start over because we st- we came after the january 2010 yeah. earthquake which oh. destroyed our school in mm-hmm. haiti and so our parents wanted us to continue our education. We had plans to come to the U.S., but that kind of precipitated everything. Yeah. Um, so when we first came, it was just like a whirlwind of like emotions. I think we had yeah. to start over, new mm-hmm. school, new friends, new and culture, all this. Yeah. New culture. That was such a culture shock. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just like coming from a tiny community and into then seeing this big, big like, yeah. frantic city. So I think we just really started, like, it forced us to really, like, learn more about ourselves right. and really figuring out our voice, how we want, like, our styles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been interested in fashion. Like, when I was little, I used to <laughs> I used to sketch. I used to host fashion shows. Mm-hmm, yeah. I used to, like, <laughs> write down all, like, looks that I love just yeah. to just keep remembering. Mm-hmm. And I fancied myself a fashion designer, too. I asked my mom to t- teach me how to sew and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was and really into it. I know. <laughs> and so, it, so that, but I still never really saw fashion mm-hmm. as, like, a, viable career and that's because the opportunities in Haiti weren't there right yeah. so coming here really made it possible mm-hmm. so around and the same time but around the same time too I was also like finding out about myself and yeah. like what my interests are and of course you go to YouTube for that yeah. so I just like started watching a bunch of like beauty and you fashion were obsessed. obsessed like fashion vloggers mm-hmm. and I thought I don't think I, s- I mean, I don't, I don't see anyone like me who's Haitian and who's an immigrant and right. telling their stories. Mm-hmm. So I like kind of like, you know, lightly, I was like, oh, would you ever, w-? like I told my sister, would you ever like, you know, start, I guess like a YouTube or something? I don't know what we talk about, but maybe yeah. we could talk about something. Mm-hmm. And she, and she has a love of fashion. She was like, maybe we could just talk, do like a fashion vlog. Yeah. And then yeah. that's literally how it how came it started. up. Like so I think in a way we're putting ourselves out there because we n- didn't see our stories being told. So we wanted to start doing that. Mm-hmm. And we thought fashion, because we both had an interest in it, um, was such a way to like draw people in and it eventually led to the community that we have now. Yeah. So fast forward now today, mm-hmm. you're working with so many amazing brands. You're working on so many amazing projects and you just recently launched your website. Yeah. You know? And I'm so, yeah. Yeah. so I'm going <laughs> to leave the link in the show Thank notes, you. <laughs> but I'm just so curious because like, I really love, um, the powerful captions that you all have on your Instagram. Yeah. And I'm just curious, you know, why launch a website now or what was the reasoning behind that? Or why didn't you launch it before? 
to be honest, mm-hmm. I wish we'd launched it before. Yeah. Um, like if I could go back, we would have had it around the same time because I've always loved writing and I've gone on writing for many different websites and I thought I didn't have one place to just bring all my stories together. Right. All my long captions um, <laughs> in one place. So I think um, th- it really came from this like desire to like own something else. Like right. we have a website. We have a website now that we could say it's going to be there. Like mm-hmm. regardless of what happens on uh, so Instagram, we yep. have our own newsletter. Yep. So as many different channels that we can have that we can say like we own. Yeah. Um, that's really in the direction we want to keep going. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I think a website is so much more like professional. Like yeah. people can see what you're doing without you having to explain it because they don't necessarily get that from Instagram. Exactly. So it can really be like a differentiating factor where they just see everything laid right. out. Mm-hmm. So that's where the decision came from. And I'm so excited. I've been like working on blog posts for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not necessarily even about getting people to read it. Yeah. Because it seems people don't read blogs as much anymore. Right. But sure. it's really just for the pure love of writing and to just have a place to direct people to if they want to know about NYTXOs, like what, how they can work with us and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think that's amazing. Like, when Instagram was down, which uh-huh. I feel like it's down very often. Oh, yeah. Mm. But when it was down that one period, I feel like it was down maybe, like, a, a day or yeah. something like that. I remember that. I felt like that really just, like, shocked people and mm-hmm. it made them think, like, wow, like, I actually need, like, another platform know. outside exactly. of Instagram because right. who knows what could happen. Right, exactly. and because we worked in social media, it was like, okay, okay well, so I guess this part of the job I'm not doing today. Uh, right, <laughs> that's what I'm right. saying. It was so funny. Yeah, like, I'm a social media manager and I was, like, trying to post a photo yeah that day. it wasn't uploading right and people were commenting like we can't see the photo i'm like oh my god oh my instagram god. i know i can't help yeah, you yeah i know so it, it trends on twitter it's like yeah it's a it's a major event so yep. we wanted to just have Make our own platform, our own yeah. platform. So, yeah so talk to me a little bit about the newsletter because i get it all the time and i love it and mm-hmm. i feel like when i first moved to new york it was like very helpful for me to mm-hmm. like figure out what's going on and how I can be more in touch with the New York Mm -hmm. blogger community space. Yes. So what was the reasoning behind that? So we go to a lot of events Mm -hmm. like uh, as like content creators and I noticed so this was back in 2016. Yeah. Um, A lot of the events for us at least lacked kind of like a human element. Like we felt like they were very structured Mm -hmm. like you me like you have that little mingle session, you do the panel, and then after that, you try to speak to the to the panelists, right? right, right? right. So we felt like there wasn't enough to really just connect people. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and I think that's the problem. Like, in New York, we all see each other, mm-hmm. but there's not necessarily, like, an incentive to start a conversation. Right. When, like, you really have a lot in common with anyone yeah. you meet. You just don't know that yet. That's so true. we thought, okay, why don't we change that and make it more fun? Like, yeah. less of something to like dread like oh my god i have to go to this event because we need to network like what if it could be fun where Mm -hmm. it's like i'm gonna get a good workout in or i'm gonna get some information that i know i'm gonna need um and maybe i can make a friend and it'll be easier that way so we started hosting workout sessions Mm -hmm, um that's how it all started and it, I, we found that it was much easier. Like, you're sweating next to someone. You're like, hey, girl, I got <laughs> you. And that's how conversations started right. much more easily than if it was just kind of like a structured panel. Like a panel. Even though now we do host um, panel events. Yeah. But we really try to say, hey, Brittany, I know you're interested in social media. Like, would you want to meet this person? Mm-hmm. And we try to do icebreakers just to get people talking. Because yeah. we think, like, it's hard to make friends in New York. Oh, it's so hard. I know. But it doesn't have to be 
a drag. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of where um, the newsletter came in because we were finding out so many events for ourselves that we were going mm-hmm. to, so we decided to just do it. Yeah, and I think also with that, we came up with the idea of having a Facebook um, group yeah. mm-hmm. where we kind of like connect all these people that come to our event. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if you don't have time to meet this person, well, you can connect on the Facebook group. Yeah, I love that. So another way to foster community, and I think that's really important Outside for of Instagram and in real life, mm-hmm. I think in this digital space, in real life communities are just as important, if that's not more mm-hmm. important. Yep. So that's what the newsletter represents to us. It's just kind of the connect, the bridge within our community as well as our Facebook group, of course. And mm-hmm. it's something that we have, we own. Yeah. Um, that yeah, it's exciting. All yeah. the events that we're planning. Yeah. There's so much <laughs> that can come from that. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to learn more. And yeah. you, you guys will. are doing so much. <laughs> How are you able to? I guess like try to create like a balance between everything that you're doing and then like your full-time job hmm. because Good i feel question. like that's a that's like an endless battle because yeah, yeah. we're figuring that out too mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a really good point um what would you say for you what would you say for you so i wake up early mm-hmm. um and that has literally just been my thing i know it sounds super cliche but I usually it. i wake up at 6 6 30 yeah. and i either like enter an email that i should have the night before take my time to read a contract read some articles or do some writing now it's gonna be writing blog posts before work mm-hmm. which i love so, um, yeah, so I do that. Usually I do this in the morning, and but I try to start every day with a workout session. Okay. So my husband and I were very into, like, exercising together because mm-hmm. it's our own bonding moment. So waking up early, one, allows us to do that. And we also even have time to eat breakfast. <laughs> like, yeah. I know it sounds so silly, but, like, it sets us up for just a great day because, like, we feel productive from having done so much. Right. And then when it's time to leave, like, we get to work, and we're just like, okay, we're ready. Like, whatever stress that, may come from work yeah you're like okay i can be prepared to do that Mm -hmm. and then after work we either have an event or we have a photo shoot so we usually just kind of do it yeah um, because chris starts later i I usually start later i mean i think for me i'm more of a night owl yeah so i would say like i stay late like doing work like answering emails but then i have some time in the morning to just kind of like chill in bed Mm -hmm. like maybe read an article and then i also have like a a longer commute right so like just being able to kind of like read and like doing what i right. like i think it's really important until i really dive into the mm-hmm. work um, yeah during the day so i think it's just just to answer your question um in a long-winded way i think it's just really making time for the things that you know that like fuel you like for me right. it's important that i have that workout session that i eat properly that i cook at home so i can have lunch right. and and just making sure that like all these things are met so that i'm always like fueled to do what i need to do yeah and getting enough sleep <laughs> if possible. Really oh my god yeah oh my god. yeah because we don't like i don't glorify kind of like the hustle on an empty no. empty vessel it's oh not no. and like you know you're gonna what a lot fall. of people don't like yeah ariana huffington like mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like the number one person who's like you don't need to be doing it, right? Exactly, you don't need to do that. But sorry, go. (laughs) No, I was just gonna say that like I've been trying to like wake up earlier too, Mm -hmm. and my struggle is just like getting myself out of bed. Yeah, and so I started listening to this book. I don't know if you heard. It's called the Five Second Rule. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I'm listening to it now. Is it working? Really good so far. I have to try the five second method, but basically, what's the five second method? Basically, like if there's something that you are dreading doing or like you don't want to get out of bed or whatever, you just count backwards from five, and that really just helps you like think about the reason why you're doing it or think about like 
the mm. reason why you need to push yourself. Yeah, I need that right okay. Now. And you just I like need to try yourself. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm moving and I've been like dreading it so much. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> You're procrastinating that. on that. <laughs> I feel like moving is like a whole nother. Oh, oh man. New York, like, too, I don't need this right now. Like, <laughs> I have too much stuff. I don't want to move it. Like, like, isn't it crazy like how much stuff you accumulate? I was oh like, I didn't even know God. I had this many things. Yeah. Right. I, I want to do like a very condo moment where I kind of like clean everything out. Yeah. But we do give, we give things out. Like every night we have this huge like purge or uh, where we either like donated to a local mm-hmm. organization or sometimes we've occasionally tried to like resell but that's a whole oh. like stream of work in right. itself that oh we're just like God. nope but it's so also like another source of like i guess income you know, yeah exactly. it can be if it you really be. invest i mean some people make like an in a living off of poshmark yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and it's like yeah, maybe someday. Yeah, maybe <laughs> someday. Maybe we have more time. So much more to do. For <laughs> real. <laughs> Need an assistant or something. Right. Oh, right. So tell us a little bit more about NYC X Clothes and Friends. Tell us more about, you know, the mission behind like building a community. We talked a lot about um, you know, how it's so hard to foster those relationships mm-hmm. um when you're, you know, going to events and you don't have time to network. Mm-hmm. But just tell us like how you're looking to like expand. Um so I think I think one of our goals is to have to actually host more events because mm-hmm. I know that's one thing that we really love is just like meeting people in real life, yeah. being creatives. So maybe um, establishing a cadence in terms mm-hmm. of like, oh, we're gonna have like two events a month. We're yeah. gonna yeah. partner Consistent. with right, and mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna partner with this amount of brands, and we're gonna bring that information mm-hmm. to um, our audience. So I think that is really important for us yeah and i would say just like overarching goal is to just always have this network of people who know that they can count on each other yeah for things so like we make it a point to answer every comment mm-hmm. every dm like no matter what the question is if we don't have the answer to it we'll be like oh let me check i'll let you know yeah. because we want people to feel like they can come to us like if we're studying this then we need to leave by example that they can come to us for questions if mm-hmm. they need the contact of something or if they just need general information like yeah. hey girls i like this agency reach out to me it seems a little uh, i don't know right. have you ever right. heard of it so we really want to have like that group where one we encourage people to get to know each other but to also be there for each other because i don't believe that it's in working like in silos and really holding information for yourself that you become successful like i don't believe that me being successful means you don't get anything necessary i think there's more than enough for us to go Mm -hmm. around and like whatever you want will never exactly be what i want exactly and so why not just kind of collaborate because i think the best work comes out of that so yeah, that's i want to host more events have it be a bigger um continue growing into a bigger and bigger community mm-hmm. and just really foster that like real relationship transparency yeah. mm-hmm. which is so different than like the rep that fashion gets oh you God, know yeah. so <laughs> we don't want to be that <laughs> yes so like going off of that what do you feel like it's like the biggest gap in like the influencer community like what are some things that we could be doing better because you mentioned like the withholding of like information mm-hmm. which is definitely something that i've run into and i feel like it doesn't have to be like that so mm-hmm. what are your thoughts i think for me really it's the collaboration part yeah. um it's really just like people who kind of like portray an image on social mm-hmm. but then um in real life they don't it's not yeah. the same thing no. so like for example if you reach out to someone mm-hmm. i mean they portray on social media that they're all about collaboration and then you reach out you don't hear from them yeah from them you know mm-hmm. it's just like withholding information people believing that the pie is just 
only for themselves mm-hmm. like it's they're not able to share it with everyone else yeah i think that's really my number one yeah. big problem and i think that's something that we want to change exactly mm-hmm. because i mean yeah i can see why you know it's it's competitive yes because some brands have so many spots sometimes for this many influencers but if it's really meant to be for you it will be for you no matter what so like i'm not necessarily gonna not refer someone that i think could be perfect for an opportunity that one i may not be able to do it because of xyz things like so i don't really believe in like holding information Mm -hmm. back like i really and i'm I'm genuinely happy when i see two people that we connected Mm -hmm. like hanging out outside of it right. and so yeah. even like getting a, a opportunity because i know you we do, do a lot of like recommend rec- like brands will come to us and they ask oh um do you know like influencers yeah. that that would be interested in partnering with yeah. us yeah yeah i know and like you all that. did that for me and yeah. i was like so so yeah. appreciative i'm so happy they that are worked out i team. love brooklyn and so, so i think amazing. it's just also like helping increase representation too right, yep. because i think when you do that when you all d- champion other women of color specifically mm-hmm. you give them opportunities then maybe we can start seeing the change that we want to see more exactly. of us in executive boards exactly. more of us mm-hmm. in model like represented in the models on the shows in the everywhere. designers yep. everywhere Across so it's just a bigger like you know to make it like a bigger thing like really mm-hmm. it's just to help increase more like representation overall yeah I mean, it's just empowering to yeah. see like women mm-hmm. that look like you and doing the same things as you you yeah. know mm-hmm. i think that like it like that's definitely like key in like the influencer community but i feel like that's everywhere like i you know like i do events too and sometimes mm-hmm. i'll reach out to someone to like speak who's like all about women empowerment right. but then they're like oh like how much are you charging yeah. for me to speak and i'm just oh like gosh. i know right. it's, it's probably so one of the biggest things it's like hey we're both small we're yeah. trying to like build each other up and i genuinely think we can contribute to one another mm-hmm. why don't we like right. sometimes I money is not everything that's what I'm and saying. i think that's a problem too yes. I feel like people get so caught up yeah in like mm-hmm. this is you know of course just like you gotta know your worth yeah i get it a hundred percent but if i'm like a small like i'm not some big brand reaching out to you yeah. about speaking no. like this is oh my god like i remember we have some stories oh i remember god. for a panel that we were hosting we reached out to this girl who mm-hmm. had granted she had a million followers but we m- we'd met her okay. so it wasn't like a random I, I remember i met her at a conference oh, yeah. so it was not a random sort right. of cold pitch and we're like hey this is this thing we're trying to do yeah. um you know i saw that you spoke there and i really love what you had to say like boom First of all, I didn't. Really, I didn't even hear from her. It was mm. her manager mm-hmm. who hit me with a 10k, like ask for her to talk for two hours at a panel when we said, "Hey, like we're trying to do this thing. We're new. Um, like you know." Oh my God. I thought this was ridiculous. Right. You know, like I understand it. We're in the age where time is money. Yeah. Yes, everyone is doing something great, but well, worse. That's the thing. It's like, let's really collaborate, exactly. you know? Um, so it doesn't have to be I about money all it, the time. So it's, that's right. why, too, something I noticed with, with the influencer space, like that issue of like following, like where you rank in the influencer scale, mm-hmm. macro, micro. Oh God, a lot yeah. of that, like, come into the interpersonal stuff, too. Yeah, it's it like, oh, we can't quite associate. I can't quite mention you. Uh-huh. And yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm not here trying to get mentions. Like, I do right. not care. I like, not usually care. I'm trying to do something, usually in service of our community trying exactly. to be helpful for mm-hmm. people and okay we yeah. just move on like we focus on the people who want to work with us yeah, you know that's so true i like i can go on about this girl topic forever <laughs> I and, know. Ever. and it's so crazy that like you see it from that side but then you see it from like your event side mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. and like reaching out to people who you thought were no sometimes right. it's so discouraging mm-hmm. like you get so many no's when it's like yep oh my god what would that cost you and like 
and it's a, also an opportunity for you to tap into another audience because exactly. we do have people who show up to our exactly. events. So I think people need to just think more broadly about what can come out of unpaid opportunities. It's not on. It's not about. It's, it's not just right. about money. Yeah, it's about relationships, which is key. That's, mm-hmm. that's so true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's on a more positive note. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what is your biggest accomplishment to date. Ooh biggest project maybe something that you've worked on recently mm. i want to hear it i know when we were at 2k uh-huh our oh, biggest accomplishment was um landing a partnership with tory birch um, yeah mm-hmm. like we were at with 2k Brittany. Wow. so this issue this thing that people think it's like you need to have a certain number mm-hmm. or like have this have that not necessarily yeah. like if you are strong in what, what you're you doing do. you like in your like in the right exactly the yeah. right opportunities will come your mm-hmm. way so that was Probably. one of the biggest accomplishments back then and i think there's just been a series of like right. fun projects let me think let me think while you're thinking on that oh. i like recently um said something about that too it's mm-hmm. like people equate like having an impact with having like this massive following mm-hmm. yeah and i'm just like if you can't use your voice with maybe like the 800 people that follow you then how are you going to use your voice with like maybe like the tens right. of thousands of people that right. follow i'm you? so glad like more brands are starting to realize that yeah. it's not only it's not necessarily about audience size it's really about the message and the content exactly yeah. so um yeah and i think what, what we've had a couple fun we projects yeah like to target um, yeah mm-hmm. you want to talk about that one yeah so target um i think last year they launched a new initiative to support the youth mm-hmm. so they created a digital magazine called target tag and they invited um over 30 creatives out in their headquarters oh in minneapolis wow. and we were part of them yeah. creating yeah. that that digital magazine for target that's Basically, awesome yeah I, we I had commissions we had works to do and then oh we wow, all just kind of came together and it was such a collaborative yeah. process with the target team and then us that mm-hmm. they were really like behind it right. <laughs> target target does some they've amazing been, initiatives they've been yeah, out there they've been like killing the, it yeah like mm-hmm. the ones they did um for afropunk yes oh, yeah. where that they followed like too. all of the um Iron. you know uh like the all the black the that black was another favorite one of ours this year yeah, when we went to afropunk mm-hmm. and all we had to do was give out gift cards to people who really embodied this like black black excellence black girl magic black boy joy that was yeah the most recent most like fun project but we have a couple exciting things the website haven't been a big one yeah Yeah. because it to me that just means everything is in one place Mm -hmm. like it's yeah we're really excited about it but for us it's really like it's a it's a it's a mix of just like partnering with like amazing brands yeah. that have like great stories mm-hmm. discovering new brands like meeting creatives i think for us that's really what's like important yeah mm-hmm. having a good con- having a connection with the brands that you work with and then you go on to work with them like brooklyn is one of our favorite brands mm-hmm. too to partner with every time we see them in our inbox or like we meet up with them we get excited because yeah, right. it's always something so i think like beyond the project itself it's also the people that you work exactly. with like the best part the really best is part the relationship that you get to keep yeah i just i talked about that i was just like you know people are always asking like how do you pitch yourself to brands like how do you do this and i was just like you know sometimes you pitch yourself and they might say like they're not looking for any collaborations at that moment, at that moment. Mm-hmm. and that's usually like when people say okay well thank you right instead we'll keep you in mind <laughs> yeah, instead of that, you should, like, look for other ways to build a connection with them. Like, oh, like, you're not looking for something, but 
can I go out to coffee or I, right, yep. can exactly. I just set up a, a short call to learn more about the brand? Like, mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that a lot of people they like miss that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I think there's so many ways to partner with a brand mm-hmm. too. Like it may not work out for content creation, but it could it could work out for like blog writing. Exactly. Like stuff like that. There's so many ways that you can engage mm-hmm. and like genuinely follow up with these people. Yeah. But that's the thing too, Brittany. Like people don't go deep. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just you know you see you look at a brand's Instagram and say okay boom I just I want them to send me products exactly. you know like we we're not at the time when we can do that anymore mm-hmm. because there are a lot of other people who want to do the same thing yeah. so why should they choose you versus someone else exactly. so like you really need to figure out how you can be a value because i do believe no matter where you are mm-hmm. ha- no matter how many followers you have there's always something that you can do for someone that that would be super helppful yeah. you know like either they're hosting an event you know for a fact they want new york based people to come mm-hmm. maybe you can be that facilitator exactly. like it's just really thinking outside of like the traditional or like outside of what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. to be more personal yep. with your approach yeah i, I think i agree a hundred percent i just mm-hmm. feel like people like the more they do that the more they'll be able to really just have like long-term partnerships yeah. with mm-hmm. brands yeah instead yeah. of like these one-off mm-hmm. and that's the that's how things are moving too yeah, on the I partnership yeah. front right mm-hmm. that's been our experience mm-hmm. working yep. um over like a few months yep same partners mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so who are some people in the space some girl bosses that you have really been loving lately uh there are quite a few um i will say i ooh, oh. there are a few. <laughs> i love um she's like an og yeah. blogger her name is tamu mcpherson mm-hmm. yes she um she's a really great writer i'm gonna she have to look her up yeah you have to look her yeah. up um she's, she's, amazing. An, she's amazing she's the photographer, she's the photographer. Oh, you should wow. have her on your podcast <laughs> okay, yeah tamu mcpherson she's a great one okay. um i also talked about I wrote an article on Who What Were recently about other women that I go to for more than style inspo. I really like um, Hannah Bronfman. Like, personally, like, I love the way she hustles. Mm -hmm. I love how she still tries to, like, be personal, even when she's, like, at such a, like, obviously, she Mm -hmm. has 500-something thousand. Mm -hmm. So, like, how she still manages to be personal to interact. Um, These are the two women. There are so many others. Yeah. There are so many, especially, like, here. It's like, you're just, like embodied by like so many like no. amazing women and, and lately i've been you, yeah. into um like writers as well yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I see amigo mm. yes she's amazing she's the way she tells stories story of teller. africa and like her personal experience yeah growing up mm-hmm. paola mate is another yeah. she's a haitian too. fellow haitian blogger yeah. who created fum jam you might have heard of her a head rap uh-huh. company mm-hmm. um we also love her because of the way she tells stories and just like her aesthetic is so strong and yeah. she stands in who she is mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah these are top four but there are just so many and so many. i just wish you could meet them all yeah <laughs> i know one day one day yeah. i know come across them all for real <laughs> um so what advice do you have for women who you know are looking to break into like the content creation space but they're not sure where to start they're feeling like it's oversaturated um what would you say I would say think about what you have to say yeah um and then just start doing it Mm -hmm. because i think we all have our own experiences and they will never be the same and we really need to just tap into what makes you who you are like for me i think um with with chris and i in in particular like we're two haitian sisters and i think that's like one of the things that will always transpire like no matter what like yeah. in what we do and how we are like yeah. it really c- reflects where we're from and just like where we're going so mm-hmm. i think it's really just staying grounded yeah. in that while being able to 
be influenced by all the things that you love to do. So I, I would say think about what you have to say, um, what's, what's an angle that you can take differently. Right. Um, even if you're pitching someone for a story, for example, mm-hmm. I think about it in that way. It's like if this outlet already covers fashion, what aspect of fashion could you talk about that right. would make it different? So mm-hmm. it's really just figuring out um, what impact your message can yeah. have and just start doing it like don't overthink it don't think about likes especially if you're just starting because you know it's come like you'll get overwhelmed with all the algorithmic stuff mm-hmm. and things like that it's really just like being so strong in your why and when exactly. w- that will just keep you going because yeah. it's like it, it doesn't even matter that x thing didn't get this many followers or like huh? this many people didn't show up mm-hmm. it's not what matters what matters is that you really did what you wanted to do and whether or not you impacted one or ten people mm-hmm. that made all the difference personally that's what i would say i completely agree yeah um, i think believing in your vision is key mm-hmm. having the self-confidence to portray what you want to tell to others is yeah. really important um i also think having a strong support system mm-hmm. is very important um whether it be like a significant other right. or like a support group mm-hmm. just like having these people that are able to like encourage you even when like things are not going right for example like algae algorithm or like you didn't land this partnership right making sure that some people are checking on you Mm -hmm. checking for you i think that's really important people who you can go to for questions advice mentorship it's so it's It's under underrated but it's everything yeah i will say that like you know being a part of you know like this community sometimes you get so caught up caught up in like comparing yourself Mm -hmm. or you know, doing mindless like Instagram scrolling and like, oh, why didn't I get this? Or why yeah. can't I go here? I want to travel like her I mean, or yeah. whatever. We mm-hmm. all victim to that. Yeah, and I'll uh, like go home so and like yeah. talk to my boyfriend. I'm just like, oh, like <laughs> I really yeah. wish I could do this. But I like know. I work full time and I can't go to all these things. Yeah. And it's so helpful to talk to someone that's outside of the space because mm-hmm. yep, they're able exactly. to be like, why are you putting so much focus on I that? I said the right. same for my husband. Right. Yeah. And then they put you in perspective. They too. do. They'll be like, for me that person check. doesn't work um, like nine to five. Right. You know what I mean? No. That makes sense. That uh-huh. That's what they yeah. do. Exactly. You know, they do all these things. They're like, oh, okay. I love that. You're right. You're right. You really need someone <laughs> who's able to take you out of it too. Exactly. And my husband, like your boyfriend, is the same mm-hmm. for me. Like he's not in the influencer space at all, but he always usually have like the most like spot on like yeah, yeah. insights and I go to him for a lot and like get ideas of him and just some different perspective mm-hmm. outside of it like if I'm getting too caught up with something and it really helps yeah. like it really really helps it really does so agree. you guys Everything. make sure you have a support system yeah talk to your yeah. family talk to your friends because even just though do it your mom might not be in the space she can definitely keep you grounded right. yeah she will keep you grounded. and the last thing I'll add because I just thought of something is also just doing the work yeah because oh. don't like don't try to find shortcuts mm-hmm. because that's act, that's the act. fastest <laughs> way of not so going true. far yeah <laughs> like you can get there quicker but you're not gonna go far exactly. you know um it's just or it's really not gonna mean much yeah, yeah. I like mean, slow and steady always wins the race. Exactly. Yeah, like, always. make sure you are spending the time to do what you're supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. don't, as much as you can, try to always have a good relationship with people. Yeah. Try to yeah. always do work that will make them want to come back to you. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't happen, really just be professional and diligent in the way you tell them that, hey, I'm sorry this didn't turn out that way, but I'd be willing to. Like, it's really just, just don't be negligent. Like, because yeah. people pay attention to stuff oh like that. They God, really yeah. do. Like, being nice, being professional, these are the first two things people mm-hmm, notice. Exactly. Um, the number of times I, like, in my job, even we chat to people and they were so unprofessional yep. or, or a campaign was just, like, painful because I had to work to them with mm-hmm. them and then it was going on for more than, like, a month. Yeah. I mean, so you remember that and people talk. Yeah. You do. You have to be careful it's on really how important. you treat others. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you just, I feel like going off of that, you just have to just be more aware of, like, community building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't, like, try to get there faster by, like, doing all these I other know. things oh that God. you can buying do. Buying likes, for example. Exactly. Buying likes, exactly. buying followers, but then, you know, getting upset at your community when you <laughs> can't convert. I know, when they're not interacting <laughs> with right. you, engaging. Right. I know, right. it's like, oh, uh, mm, wonder what happened, right. Or, like, I want, I remember I heard this story about, um, Yes, this girl, she, you know, had like a million followers or so. Mm-hmm. But then she and she didn't sell the t-shirts. Yeah. The 36 t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. I heard that too. Oh. Yeah. It was a whole thing. But I think it, I don't know what it was in her case though. I, it was so. Maybe it wasn't on brand or something. It could it, be that. Yeah. And then it seemed her followers weren't going about, like they weren't the target audience mm-hmm. either. Um, I mean, if you have 1 million followers and you can't have like a thousand people convert that's a big problem i mean at least 36 yeah <laughs> right <laughs> at know, least 36 people only 36 t-shirts. yeah i mean there are people out there who are not paying by the rules yeah it but is what and it that's is life you know like it at work mm-hmm. you have someone that was hired because yeah. they know somebody that, oh you exactly I mean? yeah it's like the same thing um the same thing is also on instagram like people are buying likes mm-hmm. people are getting opportunities they probably have no business being in yeah Right, right. And then there was this article written too about like influencer fraud being can cost brand millions of dollars. And Mm -hmm. I believe it because, you know, brands are investing so much into it. Like at the very least, wouldn't you want to do something that make you both happy? Exactly. You know, I definitely agree. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) There's a lot that I can say about that topic. I know. We have a whole other podcast about that. For real, we need to. We need to have like a roundtable discussion. (laughs) So ladies, I'm so happy that I was finally able to have you on the show. I'm sorry. Trying to schedule (laughs) this. Oh my God. I'm glad we made it happen. (laughs) I know. Thanks for having us. It's fun. Yeah, but you all are so amazing and I know that they're going to want to follow up with you and see what you're up to. So what social handles, how can we reach you? So we're on Instagram um, at nycxclothes, mm-hmm. so <laughs> N-Y-C-X-C-L-O-T-H-E-S. Yes. And we also launch our website, nycxclothes.com. Yes. And we'll be creating content for you guys, New York yes. City guides and influencer articles, thoughts, cultural pieces, everything. So you can there find you us go. there. And our newsletter, which you can find from our website as mm-hmm. well, is where we'll have all of the events that we have coming up because we have a few that we're planning. Okay. And that's and and com. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I am so excited for everything that you all are working Thanks. on. Thank yeah. you so much again for being on the show. Yes. This, this episode was presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. And of course, always follow us on Instagram at the female millennial. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>